on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. And here we are once again. How Boys. are we, gentlemen? Good what? How are you? What's been happening? Good till I just dropped that mic. That Put that good. mic in properly. Yeah. No, same, same, same. Going to work, doing a bit of training and not much. Bit what? of training? You've been doing a thousand push-ups, I see. Oh, What's yeah. I took that on. My mate tagged me in and it's hard to get people to want to do it, but yeah. I'm, sort of, <laughs> I'm stubborn. Ups, it's when you add it up, it is. But when it's 25 a day and like want to commit to things, everyone's committing to other stuff too, like favourite Aussie songs and other stuff like that. And if you're go- not going chess ground right, can you tell me that I'm not coaching you to do it, please? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I just did that to um, – Offadar was whinging about that. Yeah. Yeah, the only guy that whinged it. Yeah. How's your week been? <laughs> yeah, it's been all right. I haven't been doing much. Just working, eh? Yeah. Um, we still got plenty of work on, so it's good. So getting out, getting it done and – Trying to work out a little bit, <laughs> probably not, not not much at all. Though. Yeah, I saw you putting a session in last night. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I was just picking up tins like this all night. It was good. Nice looking. Where around. was your session at? Just at home. I had a fire out the backyard. Uzi came Who over. Who's man? Yeah, we chewed the fat for a few hours and yeah, drank a box of beers and beef jerky business. Yeah, flying or yeah, it's good, eh? Yeah. And I just flaked out drunk and woke up this morning like a bag of shit. Did really? Yeah, I was fucked this morning, eh? I've been that hungover in a while. No chemicals or just straight? Nah, just <laughs> grog, eh? And Uzi brought a, brought a box over. I already had 12 beers there and I was drinking middies and Uzi brought a box of heavies over. So by the time I got 10 heavies in my guts, I was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was I can see how the night was... ended up how it did then. Oh, a little fuck, bit of booze. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've been, uh, I've just been, sorry, Christy's in that time of the cycle again, so I've just been trying to pump him, but. Can we be a bit too brutally honest on this show sometimes? <laughs> we can keep things from each other, it's okay. No, well, so, so what happens is, she tells me what time of month it is, so we try and have another kid, right? And then, and when you, when I'm like teenage, I'm like, oh, like having sex once a day all the time sounds like an awesome idea <laughs> and now that i'm 32 i'm like i'm battling through it man i'm like after like the second or third day of once a day i'm like i don't think i can hold this stamina man <laughs> and you're and a fit unit for it, I don't know. How you do it. yeah it's like remember when we were young you used to jack off like yeah. eight nine times a day <laughs> so those the um mul- the multivitamins that you look lo- those multivitamins you like to take they're not going to affect like your swimmers downtown no nah, they should like- be fine Oh, good. Well, I don't know. Well, this is... They might even make them like... Just roided up. You have like yeah. a Michael Phelps down there ready to go. Yeah, you could be, yeah well, it's not working have, so far. This is probably, yeah. So we you could end up with triplets. You're going that well. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, I just, yeah, I need that lengthening surgery they're talking about. Just get them up in there. That's good. So your missus is okay with you sharing this information. Well, she doesn't listen listeners. to this shit. So yeah. oh, oh, that's I'm surprised good. if anyone listens to it. Just her dad. Her dad listens to it. Oh, so your father-in-law now is up to date with his future expansion of the Grand Keel. Yeah, introduce oh. our dad. Yes, all right. Okay. <laughs> well, we had, this is probably the biggest guest we've ever had. We've had other internationals on the show. But tonight we have Julia Robinson of, well, what side haven't you made? Queensland, Australia, Broncos, um, that's about it. Uh, nines, Australian Nines, too. 
actually the, haven't made Queensland yet. You haven't made that <laughs> Queensland no, twice. Queensland, you're playing for Australia, not made Queensland. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, and I was quite fortunate to make the um, Australian side before Queensland, but I was hoping to make the Austra- uh, Queensland side last year, but fortunately I broke my leg. But mm. oh, unlucky. This year, but we'll see how we go with this whole coronavirus. But that was the only reason because of injury? I was hoping to make the Queensland side. <laughs> yeah. We'll set we'll it at yes for now, yeah. yeah. Just because of injury. <laughs> oh, and more importantly, the boys will get upset if I don't mention it, of also playing club football for West Brisbane Panthers. Yes. Out of out of the great West Mitchelton Club. Yes, it's definitely a good club. Love the girls. Love everyone in the how, club. How do you go from um from coming from a West season where you play obviously a season with those girls and then you have to go into and um join back up with the Brisbane girls and have another sort of I know it's a shorter season but another sort of season with another grand final at the end of it, sort of playing two seasons in one year. How does that work? How do you feel about that? Um, obviously it's not too bad. Like um the body, the body's fine. Like, obviously, you get a little bit sore, but mm. it's good. Um, with the girls, like the different kind of girls, obviously like the West girls and Brisbane girls are very different. But I don't know. It has like a different spirit in each team. Yeah, and, true. Um, definitely, the West girls have a killer spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. A loose bunch of girls. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I even like when we do a pose. Like a couple of times, we've done a pose against you guys. And for the girls, I find it's it's a different when you say it's like we just get our bodies in front of each other. And, and for the girls, it's hard to like go, oh, it, it's 100% or it's nothing, yeah. you know? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I remember one time like I went from dummy and, and kind of relaxed right before the line and I think you and the centre hit me. Yeah, no, it was me, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and I was like, oh, I thought we were uh, fucking uh, just kind of chilling, but you girls are just like, yeah, nah. which is which is good mentality for sure. No, it's good. I love playing against the boys. Like, I feel like the girls like definitely get like a bit more feisty because, I know, a bit of a competition between like the boys mm. and the girls. Um, nah, I feel like if one guy goes a little bit harder than the girl, then the girls are just like, okay, it's time to go yeah. get them. Yeah. Nah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, eh? um, especially when you got um, you guys. Obviously, had a few internationals in like Heather and yourself and that playing yeah. there. It's good for, especially for some of the younger boys as well. Even just to come out and have a run around, and it's good for the club, good for both teams, I guess. You get the ball in your hands and have a, have it someone in front of you instead of just throwing your shape at nothing. So oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. There's nothing nothing beats in a post session. Like that. Yeah, it's especially like when when we're doing it against. You always want to be doing it against the high levels of mm. like yeah. players, especially with just a post. It's why we love it when we go against trigger sides. Like and triggers sitting there at the back, giving you his two cents as well, and your young coaches. It just brings another like another coaching aspect also with um, testing yourself against a better side or mm. or a side that. Um, it's got a lot of talent in it. So. Have you ever really spoke to him deep about coaching and structural stuff? Trigger, no. He sent me <laughs> some. He sent me and Clino some uh, emails on stuff stuff that he got from Bellamy, and man, it's deep. It's yeah. some deep stuff <laughs> and very structured. And he picks out little things. You can see why he's been so successful. He'd be a great coach to learn stuff off. Yeah. And just with the ladies, you can see how much. Women's football's come along because once you would never have done the pose against the women's team, it would have been a waste of time. But now they know all the same shape stuff the men do. They run the same shape plays. They do the same thing. They all, everyone knows how to play. Once, like with women's footy, it was 
there was some, or there used to be girls who some girls didn't weren't very experienced playing football. Now everyone knows how to play. Like, and they're in the top grade of the women's comp and won a premiership and were in a grand final. You know, we sort of spoke about good. that briefly before you got here, right? Um, about how these days girls playing at that level, like playing for WBP or playing for the Bronx, or whatever, they're coming through and they've had those years of experience, like playing junior junior footy. Whereas mm-hmm. Julie was saying she didn't start playing footy until 2018, so she wouldn't have, like, she didn't have that experience to back them, just, like, general ball skills and, like, a footy IQ sort of thing. So all the girls coming through these days that have played maybe even five, six seasons would have been around the team, got that ball skills down pat, sort of. So, Julie, your first game was when you were 20 or 19? I would have been 20. 20? Yeah. And did you, how did you know what position you were going to go into? Oh, you... yeah, that'd be a big one. Um, Well, obviously, <laughs> for my defence team... And my coach just said, like, oh, you got some speed, you can go on the wing. And obviously didn't know how to play too well. So obviously I didn't have the ball skill to like go in half and like be able to peel 20 metres. Yeah. Um, and same with the fullback. So put me on the wing to test it out. And um, yeah, it's just been from there, like just stuck in the wing, That's I right. guess. Yeah. Hit the ground running and yeah. hold on to it. Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be the hardest part. Like pick a position. Because yeah. if you had like Oztag or touchback around, you can say, oh, I play link. All right, so you're probably going to be used to playing centre. You just roll in, you're going, are you fast? And you go, a bit. Okay, <laughs> go out in the wing. Yeah. They're going to kick to you a lot. Yeah. Um, 40-20s, be careful of them. Uh, learn how to read overlaps. But like you that. were saying you had nothing, no style of footy background at all. No. Like, yeah. Nope. Just the netball. Yeah, obviously, I guess the wing was good for me so I can like learn the game from like the edge, see what's coming and everything. And like, I don't know, I just like, Still love the wing, and like hopefully, eventually, like I want to be a fullback, but yeah, give me a few years, yeah. <laughs> still learning. But that's, yeah. a, that's okay, at least you get like a you would have had from an from a like early in your career, like high level coaching and stuff as well, like going into a Bronx system pretty much straight away. Mm-hmm. Who is the women's coach? Is it the the Kiwi, Calvin. yeah, the Kiwi coach? Yeah, well, yeah that fellow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Obviously, the first year we had, um, and he's the is he the Tweed women's coach too, or was he was, yep, yep. Yeah, like first year we had Paul, Princey, Mick Hancock and Fletcher. Um, and last year we had Kelvin. Um, Simon Mannering. Yeah, Simon. And, um, Corey Mannering Parker. and Parker. Yeah, Corey Parker yeah. as well. He was good. Yeah. yeah. Board. He definitely like helped the girls out a lot. He's just like, I don't know, just about like, obviously like me not being a big footy person growing up and like getting to know all these big names they're actually just, as you said, they're just normal people, yeah. like, and they just like want to help and. Because yeah. in some instances, do you see their names and you hear their big deal, then you kind of check their background and be like, "Holy shit, these guys were a big deals." Yeah, or, yeah literally. Oh, like, shit. I wouldn't, Simon. Do you know anything yeah. about him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, Mannering, pro- close to the greatest warrior to <laughs> ever play yeah. for. Probably the greatest yeah. Kiwi yeah. of all time, and yeah. 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 But even like Corey Parker, did you have an idea or? I obviously heard of him, yeah. but. I was just like, oh, I didn't really like. He was a freak. Yeah. Oh, I love him, mate. He's one of my favourites. I don't know. Never, He's a never good watched the game. Bloke too, yeah. like, great. Well, actually, oh. The only game I watched him playing was 2015 against the final against Cowboys. Oh, his yeah. last game, ever. Yeah, the last yeah. game. So, yeah. Ah. <laughs> too soon, mate. Too yeah, soon. I know. <laughs> I know. I can go home yeah. and cry myself to sleep after that. How's Fanny Grove, though? Pumping out fucking NRL players. So I said this Hodges, years ago. Hodges. Um, Jarrell. Uh, yeah, Jarrell. Yep. Julia. 
Both Berrigans. Both Berrigans. David Miles. Yeah, Milesy. There's a few. That's man, true. that's a few boys yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Do you have your jersey up there or anything? Um, no, I've got a photo of oh, myself. Okay. Yeah. I wish. Okay, I'm glad you've told me that. Because uh, one of my mates, David Miles, played 120 NRL games, yet they haven't put his photo oh up there. God. So often when he gives me shit about <laughs> things, I say, at least more people in this neighborhood know me than you, you dope. <laughs> 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 no. We get you a face on the side of bus stops and stuff, right? Yeah, that, that's true. Last bloke to score a try in a Ferngrove Bears grand final and a premiership side, actually, at <laughs> Bears. Yeah, and we've won. They've won nothing since then. You're a Unlucky. cult hero, right, man? Yeah. And, and so, Julia, last year you guys won the comp, the Wet the Wests. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The, the, I saw you as that uh, the, the night of the win, but how many days do you guys keep? Do you do the Mad Monday and so all that? So we did do the Mad Monday as well. Um, it was good. We just started at Greeny's house, just had a few beers and yeah. went out. But I don't know. It was like, it was really quiet Mad Monday, to be honest. But I think everyone was still recovering from the night before. Oh. <laughs> we, oh. s- we saw you out. Remember the year before, Dana, when we... Oh. Went all over the valley and we ended up at the Normanby yeah. and the girls were on theirs. Yeah. Like, and Annie was absolute shit-faced. I oh, remember Annie seeing, goes hard. Yeah, <laughs> she was ripping and a-tearing. Yeah, <laughs> ripping I don't know, but if, if we won a premiership, fuck, I would have to, like, get a week off work. Yeah. Just, like, I'd probably oh, quit mate. my job. How's your love life going this week? Oh, mate, seemed like it was going all right last mate, night. He's had a couple of girlfriends yeah. recently, oh, so. God. Yeah, Same right. one? You were on a double date last night. If you're putting <laughs> these videos up, don't film the ladies, all right? You need to get <laughs> You need to get permission for that. We'll have a go at Uzi's head. Like, he, like yeah. with that peroxide, he wasn't bringing the ladies in. We no. knew he was just running the short ball of you. We worked that out real quick watching that. Oh, my God. You guys ever going to stop saying? That? Like every week. But you've still been seeing that same girl? Yeah. Okay. The same one. And what's girl, her name? Not like the 43 you think Shout her out, bro. Shout her out. No. Let her know that she's your one and only. That you're not, a, you're not playing. Oh, my God. Okay. No, because you two creeps will go and stalk her and fucking shame me something. There's a big chance. Mate, I'm too busy trying to have sex <laughs> once a day. Christian's trying to. Yeah, what about your love life? Leave mine out of it. You got your own Christian's trying right, to. It starts with Mish, then I, we usually go around the corner to doggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your missus doesn't look so you probably hear through the floor with something going, fuck that guy. So, Julia, with um, all, like all your teams with this COVID stuff um, from the top level, from like Oz, Queensland, that how have they been managing your training schedules? Um, for Jillaroos, we have been like in contact like nearly every day. We've got a group chat. We check in, um, make sure everyone's doing well over this whole um, COVID-19. Um, our SNC has given us programs to do. Um, we got conditioning. Obviously, weights is a little bit harder because he doesn't know what gym equipment we have, but um, he just tells us to like, do what we can and everything. Um, with Queensland, we've been doing some Zoom sessions together, <coughs> some like um, little circuits. So we've still been like in contact as well. Um, Broncos, Kelvin, he's been like sending some videos of some ball skills in our group chat as well. So no, it's been really good. Like everyone's really supportive over this whole, I guess like crisis and everything so um, no it's been good like everyone's been keeping contact so at least they're giving you like at least they're staying in contact yeah and, like making sure you know you feel like you're still a part of the team yeah. and it's still a yeah. team environment it's Which not like good. everyone go and do your own thing we'll see you in six weeks or yeah. see you in 10 weeks or yeah. however long it's going to be they've sort of um kept you in the loop yeah, and nah, kept everyone good. in just be hard obviously as you're saying with the weight situation don't don't know what everyone's got um access to 
So programmer for that, you'd have to try and. I know you're the program king. But you reckon you'd have yeah, to you just try and. Yeah, well, that, we you, you just got to offer. You got to tell tell them that, and they're probably saying to you, Julia, like <laughs> if you've got this, not, not if it's body weight, yeah. do this. If it's yeah. you know, and do you have a bit of a setup at home or nah? Yeah, I do. Like I so say, my sister, she has a squat rack, which yeah. is handy. Oh, Had a few bar, mm. barbells and everything, kettlebells. Yeah. Nice. Much yeah, like what Freddie's yeah. got here. I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Where do you see, um, like, who's your, like, you're coming yeah, out, you're coming out for the Bronx. Yeah. And say you verse, <laughs> like, who are you least happy to see come up against you? Like, who's the person that, out of the wingers you face, like, obviously, all the outside backs in the women's game of yeah, nah. incredible these days. I remember like, Burley had a big, tall, um, indigenous girl in the centres who looked like she could wreak havoc whenever she wanted to. Like, does that mean like people like that are just like? like yeah, I, she was good. Like I see Rikia Horn. She plays for the for the Dragons, Dragons. and she's a beast. It's like you watch her doing like fireman's carries and stuff like that. She's yeah, monstering any weight I could even think about lifting. I'm like. Fuck, you know, I would not want to try and tackle her. Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, as you said, outside backs, um, it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, you have Jess Surges, Isabel Kelly, um, T, like, so Shaq and everything. So, yeah. I guess anyone is just like, everyone plays different. Yeah. So, obviously. It's going to be up for the challenge yeah, each week. Challenge. Yeah, right. So, oh, that's the go. Yeah, just nothing worse than getting whacked by a midget. No. <laughs> I, I used to get whacked by midgets all the time Like big blokes I could use my feet on But yeah. midgets Midgets would just chop you in the spot And it hurt What was your step? What was your Was, your, what, was your right foot. foot or left? Big left Big, big left. left Always get it inside shoulders yeah. Pull out the palm Okay Like I, I don't do nothing off the right yeah. But oh. you got to You never run You can't No future I was once told this No future in running straight yeah, you yeah. have to pick your spot because you're just going to get put to sleep. Like you're saying, seeing some of those Kiwi girls in the women's, the way they shot front on after uh -huh. usually bashing their... Like, I felt it. <laughs> playing against their brothers and that, and you're just going, oh, what's that chick, the one who calls it Honey Bill? She calls herself Honey Bill. Honey? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Honey Bill. Makes well, sense, you know? <laughs> well, she calls herself Honey Bill Williams, so uh -huh. a fair way of being know. him. But, man, she whacks. And because people... You run strunk on... You, you're up shit, Craig. Yeah. It's going to whack. Yeah. See, I've got no footwork or speed. I just labour it up and get bashed every time. <laughs> it's fucked. Have no you heard ideas. anything from the Players Association about with everything? Has um, Clint Newton and Freddie are good mates. Uh, uh, 2013 Tomahawk boys. So if, you know, you need him to contact Nudo, <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. yeah. But have you, have you heard anything yeah. more about... About the money situation and that? And from your end? Um... Not really. Like, obviously, with the jewelries, we've been in contact with, um, like, RLPA. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they've been trying to give as much information they can to us girls and everything. Like, what I was talking about, like, the top 20 contract. And, like, obviously, like, a few of us girls have made the top 20. Yeah, Excellent. Working out, like, um, mm. if we get paid the extra half or how that's going to happen. So, with the top 20, they're saying, so top 20 Jillaroos. Yeah. So, there's 20 of you that they've said that you guys are kind of looked after a, a bit more yeah. with that with that style of contract. Similar, similar yeah. to the uh, cricket situation, yeah. I think, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, at the moment, Julie, you're sitting in that, tw that top 20 yeah. for the... Oh, that's pretty that's good. Pretty yeah. You'd like to think you'd be making that next Queensland side then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, have, they, have you heard anything about um, vaccinations? I, heard, I saw something on a, on a football program 
yesterday and they were talking about a, a blanket vaccination rule that if you if you haven't had the jab like no jab no play sort of thing yeah, yeah and you have to have that app yeah you have you heard yeah. anything about no, any of that stuff? Haven't heard anything about that. I saw it yesterday. Like, <laughs> some of these anti-vaxxers are going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. like, you get the jab where you don't play. Like, well, with the but money, you're scared of needles, bro. Was it? It was Bryce Cartwright from the Titans. Him and his missus, and Cartwright's on what about seven hundred? He's G. on too much. Is yeah, too on. much money. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to be turning down. His missus was going on there saying they don't vaccinate their child and all this sort of thing, which is your own choice. Yeah, but I think. I think if I was Bryce Cartwright, I'd be telling him to jab me first so he guarantees you're getting that money. Because I've seen his form, yeah. or else he'll be having a lot of conversations with Ben Wolf at yeah. the tweet. I was going to say, I'm surprised he's not playing for tweet already. He's, fuck me, dude. He was so good at the Panthers. He played some great footy, and as soon as he went to the Titans, fuck me what happened to him, but... He turned into a biggest turnstile. He hasn't made a tackle in three years. Yeah. <laughs> They're still paying him seven fifty or something. The scrutiny of it too. Like, but the Titans know, are renowned for that paying people. They play Shannon Boyd 800 grand. Yeah, who was dead. good before he went there. Yeah, and now he's one of the bigger potatoes running around the NRL. <laughs> so we just have, Julie, we just have two sides or one with the women's team at West, you reckon, this um, year? Well, obviously this year was the first year for the Q Cup for us girls. Um, yeah, so disappointing that they've had to trim yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I think they're looking at trying to make... Southeast Queensland version? Um, That's what they're doing in the men's. Oh, really? Yeah, they're just doing like the pocket down here, so there's okay. no flying, but it's just the teams that can... From from sunny coast to Tweed. Oh, yeah. okay. Which would oh, be... Okay. Yeah. That'd Which be would majority be sweet your, for you girls yeah. as well. Yeah, that's majority awesome. of your comp, yeah. yeah. So that, and that could resume things. That's what's happening. Because yeah. there were certain... Um, there was a club that weren't real keen on the Q Cup blokes coming back down to play, uh, to play BRL. So this was pushed. Yeah. Doing this model. It's good. It's got to be the best way because if you had all those cup blokes coming back down, then you get like each comp obviously filters down. You're going to have a lot of blokes, like especially blokes who are just playing for leisure, like your your pub footy players playing. Excuse me, playing threes or whatever on a weekend, and then you come in and you got some blokes like would be filtering all the way down from prem grade side or some of the better Div 1 players are getting pushed down to play threes or or a club that only has the threes and getting pushed players from prems and then you send a prems bloke out to play. Yeah, there's a pub ba- footy. they'd have to re- rebalance the whole competition like and yeah. work and have more divs because you couldn't do yeah. it for those things and I don't think the BRL like to do a lot because it's hard to get it's hard <laughs> enough to get them on the phone yeah. let alone get them to do to help you out in some capacity yeah um Julia with you saying before I thought it was funny how you said you thought with the young kids coming through and you're 22 years old yeah <laughs> so with you being 22 and having a fair bit of time left where do you what do you see do you see yourself playing out till you're like like early 30s or do you, you want to try to find other avenues? Like we're talking about sevens or something for, but or, or would you leave? Like um, won't touch on union. I oh. yeah, I wouldn't go to union. I reckon, but hopefully stay in league as long as possible. Like obviously, you see the girls like Steph Hancock playing at thirty six years old. So yeah, I still got like over ten years to play, which yeah. is good. But um, no, definitely. Hopefully. That's probably a bonus of starting later. Your body hasn't been bashed around playing for so long yeah then you can you can play for longer now that, yeah and you'll get and you've obviously got better as you get older because you you master the skills and your your game yeah. knowledge is so much better yeah. as you get older like it's like freedy just, 
<laughs> Finding that longevity is just the, it's going to be the hard part. It was hard part for anyone. It's like people like Cameron Smith or like yeah. Heather Ballinger's retired I'd, at 36 mm. or and Smithy's still going. Paul Gallen played in the middle for 20 seasons. It's like you're just trying to find that happy medium where you can look after your body, keep playing footy, limit your training or whatever you have to do to keep keep yourself in the park for as long as possible. Yeah. See how long you can get out of yourself. Like I don't know about you guys. I'm, my body feels like shit now. <laughs> And I'm 22. I'm ready. You were on a bender last <laughs> night with Uzi <laughs> and two mysterious women. Yeah, but yeah, every time, yeah, every time yeah, we come off the field, I feel like, nah, there's no way. I can Your play hips are probably shit. sore every weekend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> You'll have less time to do that when we start playing footy. Hopefully, oh, yeah, because Ozzy's going to have us doing burpees for fucking yeah. four days. Already. That's a, and that's a thing though too. You <laughs> don't. We want to go back in from a coaching staff point of view want to go back in and sort of pick up where we left off or as close to but we're going to have to incorporate certain fitness components because there are going to be some custard asses who have done nothing pre-season hashtag yeah. too yeah so you, but you can't start again from the beginning we've got to go in with all the structural stuff and start oh. depends how long a pre-season we get if you get a month yeah you know what i mean you're you, getting the flogging the whole time you're going to have to oh. balance out between the two for the first couple of weeks anyway because a lot of blokes haven't done a heap of, heap of running yeah, or any, you know. Yeah, <laughs> do you do you girls get gym time like even at Wests? No, or we went to like a gym maybe twice. Yeah, and it was just a line along like kind of near Pickering Street. Yeah, that's closed down yeah. now. That's that, closed down now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, gone. Yeah, really so much in it. Yeah, I guess like we don't really have like a program to. Yeah, I think the hardest part this year we don't have Ben, an actual proper S and C. Yeah, like, um, Steve. Steve was Matt, yeah, so Benny Matt yeah. isn't there. Is it, oh, is he back at Redcliffe or something, Benny? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. So who was running it? Steve, my partner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that the guy you're in the Instas with? He's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's a specimen. Well, that guy, that was me. Yeah. I was telling Julie before he like came in the gym for like, uh, before we shut down, he was only there for a couple months and I'd be like, he'd be like, uh, like Christian, what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, if you just tweak it a bit there, and if you're like, oh, like this, and I'm like, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> nice. So yeah, he's just picking things up like real yeah, nice. quick. Nice. And does he play any sports himself? Um, no. Doesn't he, need to. Just looks good. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. No, he's really big in his like motorbikes and everything. He goes track days and everything. But oh, he used to be boxing, playing nice. yeah. rugby. And you met him in the army. Yeah. 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 How'd that go down? Yeah, good. Like um, met him last year. Yeah. Um, I it, see our picture. He's just doing pull up shirt off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need a shirt when you look that good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we actually like work together in the same like troop, like same job role, which is like in the army. You usually can't date someone that you work with. Yeah, but um, we're quite lucky. Like, well, he's not my seco. Like, he's not like my boss or anything like that. And um, well, our rank. Like they like us, so like they're pretty chilled about us. Like oh, obviously we keep professional. Yeah, they're fine with it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's good. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> and you've played? Have you played rep footy in the army as well? Like at a World Cup not long ago? Didn't um, they? no. Probably. So I missed out, like with the defence, like World Cup. Yep. Um, well, I was in 2017 with this, with the Aussies World Cup as well. But for defence, they still do like tours at the end of the year. 
But every time they do tours, I'm part of the Jewelry's um, squad. Yeah, so, so, you, so it's a, you've taken the right trade off. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, when you're in that top twenty, they wouldn't appreciate you brushing it to go on another tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. But obviously, yeah, Defence still likes me to try and like support them because yeah. they obviously give me time off for footy. Mm. So I have to try and like kind of give back to them. Do yeah, you feel obliged to reciprocate yeah. the, the favour in some way? Yeah. yeah. Where Christian works at the school we can't name um they they he they like him to support him too they make him uh, mow the field because yeah. they paid him for two weeks when he went away with the usa hawks who pay you about a, a, this is a, a true co- story actually yeah yeah, yeah. So, where he had to find his own money to go yeah and represent so the nation the, when we had to we had to try to qualify yeah. against against the cookies that who beat us and that we're not in the next world cup oh. Yeah, so the cookie, <laughs> cookies beat us, and I, I was working. I'm a tea trader at Mount Mount Maria, yeah. and um, and uh, I was like, oh, okay, I need a couple of weeks off because the year before I took time with no pay because of the World Cup. Yeah, or was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they let me with that, and they're like, oh, we can't give you leave with no pay again because you can't do it like in two consecutive years because oh, you okay. haven't been here for more than three years. Yeah. And they're like, but we can give you two weeks no pay and then you mow, mow the fields for two weeks. I was like, done. Oh, <laughs> so I'm fucking going That's over unreal. trying to qualify for a World Cup team that I know I'm going to come back and mow lawns for two weeks. If I can do it. Yeah. He it did just... tell me the letdown. Yeah. <laughs> How many side hustles do you have? You, you know? do it. You, like, you're still working. You're, for, grass, you're still working for old, uh, what do you call pizza capers or someone like that yeah. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, your drug ha- habits keeping me alive at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Every Saturday night, I need some more coke. I'm all right, sweet. Talk to your boy Walsy, about. I don't know what you're talking about. It's good that everyone's helping each other out in some way. Yeah. Yeah. small business, bro. I'm trying to keep you afloat. You having another kid? I was trying to pay for its college. Trying to, bro. <laughs> What's that say? So the next member of the Freed family, hopefully, is intellectual type. What's your daughter like? Oh, she's all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good. the the other day, I tell you the story the other day. So, um, Christie's gets up me because we um I listen to, I love Eminem. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of rap while I'm driving around with her, and she's like, "You got to start listening to stop listening okay. to Eminem while we drive driving around." I'm like, "Look, she she does like the beats. She's not taking in the lyrics." And uh, Lakin's in the tub while we're saying this. And Christy's like, I do think she's taking in lyrics. And while she's saying this, no bullshit, Lakin goes, um, I got bitches, I got hoes, I got real designer clothes. No, we ain't fucking with that. <laughs> and we were just like, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, I'll stop listening to Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, okay, I'm sure that it yeah. goes down well at the old preschool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cracking out yeah. the tunes. Oh, oh man. Yeah, man! Imagine if she did do that at preschool. The teacher would be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what know, household?" She know, I, I, I like her because she's three, nearly four, and I'm like, "You understand? This is like when we listen to music, we listen to it, we can sing to it, but no others." And and I was like, and I, I'm like, and the N word, you notice, Daddy never says it. We never say that. Oh, yeah. dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Zara, my daughter's seven, and she loves the West song. And she loves the version with, um, and more piss. So she always sings that. So like, I always say, no, 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 it's more wind. Say more wind. Yeah. I said, if you're going to tell your friends, tell that. Because the teacher hears, this, hears you saying this. We're all going to get into trouble. And she was working out a thing. She wanted me to come show and tell and tell her about and tell their class about people in our team. That's the best I, show and tell I've ever heard. Oh if you came God, to my I school, can... right, man, I'd get your autograph on like a Joe Scully poster. <laughs> and <you'd be> like, <laughs> the best yeah. thing ever. Do you know who Joe Scully is? 
Julia, from Neighbours. <laughs> no. no they think, <laughs> this all, man's this all started at the Fernie Grove a long time Actually, ago. Actually, uh, yes, I do. Some, some stinky pommy bloke thought this, all right, yeah. many years ago. Like an, a real true Neighbours fan. <laughs> so that's... That's one thing. I don't even know where that bloke is. I don't think he showered since that day 15 years ago. So, yeah. That's At how least it's all stuck, you know? you know. At least you got a sweet nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy's so, got Frodo. <laughs> Frodo. What does Clint you call you? Freed balls? No, three nuts. Three nuts. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty explanatory. <laughs> the guy with three nuts should be able to, you know, father yeah. another child yeah. or two, mate. Don't three worry. nuts was because we were playing uh, Kings. Is it the, uh, Kings of the, like, uh, with the cards cup? or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. King's Cup. Yeah, King's, King's Cup, cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're playing that shit. I hardly ever played it before, but this is in 2013. We're playing that. And uh, what's the card that gives you absolutely authority over, over anything? Oh. So, like... Um, you have Real Master. Yeah, Real Master. Yeah, yeah. So my mate Offerdale, who's the captain of the USA side, Offerdale gets Real Master. And me and him are good mates. He fucking hates me. So he goes, all right, sweet. Real Master, he gets it straight away. And he goes, Freedy, up on the table doing naked squats right now. And we've been on a vendor for like two, three days. My penis is pretty much inside my body. <laughs> so I get up on the table, take my pants down. I'm doing naked squats. And Clint Yoon goes... Freddy, where's your penis? All you've got is three <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and, the, and that's how I got that nickname. Yeah. And <laughs> the, go- the guy who made up the fuck. nickname is the head of the Rugby League Players Association <laughs> and the guy negotiating for everyone's He's money. Into, He's going bat for so, everyone. Yeah. so if you get an email from a Clint Newton Rugby League Players Association president... Remember the story about three nuts. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got him to sign my shirt at the end of the tour and he wrote Billy Slater who question mark and then goes, keep living the dream. And that was it. And I was like, see you, Clint. And he goes, see you, three nuts. I was like, oh my God, go fuck yourself. But um, yeah, Julie, one thing I was thinking about with uh, changing from like your sport was such a big change. Did yeah. you then get into strength and conditioning like going into rugby league like or were you always like pretty dedicated with your lifting and no i've always been like big into going gym and everything like obviously um like when i was playing netball i was like at like a high level so we had like snc's so we had like our strength programs we were doing as well so i was pretty much um big into gym and obviously with the army we had like I guess like lessons of like strength as well. So we're always like doing PT sessions every morning. So yeah, no, it's always been a big factor in my life. What made you decide to play footy? Was there anyone? Um, normally like when you start a bit later, you start, it's a mate's gone, oh, you come down and try this. Um, Literally, that's pretty much what happened. Like for the army, like they needed girls to play for uh, like my unit's team. And yeah, I just decided to play. And then um, from that, um, I guess my one of my army coaches knew some people, like well, obviously a few of the Broncos and coaches said to come, and also um Jamie Feeney and Bucko, to come look at me at one of our training sessions, and that's how they got my name. And then uh, when we got put into the national competition in 2018, that's where I got scouted out for Broncos. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Bit of a whirlwind ride. Yeah. Having yeah. fast. Did you notice you were good under the high ball straight away or like with your yeah, hands? Um, like, yeah, definitely. Like, I guess I've, growing up, I was always like, and I used to always go down to the footy, like 
this is footy field and just like kick the ball around like growing up as a kid with my like stepdad like with the AFL background like he loved AFL so I used to always go down the footy field and kick the ball catch it and everything um, I guess like netball helped in a way yeah. but I don't know like obviously wasn't as confident when I first started playing to what I'm now obviously just practice but um just hope for the best to catch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't worry, Freddie used to be a fullback. Yeah. <laughs> all fullbacks oh, do, man. We've all had a nightmares on the eyeballs. Don't worry about that. Especially now, too, like even in the women's game, with all those skillful players in the halves, they can throw up Tories yeah. and bombs and that and yeah. Some good place <laughs> test you out a lot more. Definitely. Some really good place kickers in the women's game. Yeah. Or like, the girls' game, you're watching freaking develop like in front of your eyes nearly yeah. week to week how good it's gone from like in the last five years it's just at the start i kind of when people ask me especially some boys overseas they're like what's a girls game over like over there and i i kind of equi- equivalent it to um around the mid 90s nrl that's the style of footy i feel like the mm. girls are playing at the yeah. moment where it's 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 not all block shapes it's like getting it out wide and then they might dump one under it's yeah. uh, finding an opening room it's kind mm. of like that mid 90s like yeah so men's it's, it's nrl at the yeah. moment people do say like we play like old-fashioned football yeah yeah because there's, a, there's a, obviously structure there but it's also a bit more chaotic the people obviously forwards are just hard and trucking up and then the outside backs are all fast and good heap of agility and it's, once they get the ball to the edge they do a lot of lot of drop unders a lot of use use of the footy on the edge it's pretty it's good to watch with those and with a lot of um islander girls and indigenous girls they want to play like that so it makes it more enjoyable to watch so it'd be more enjoyable to play because everyone's touching the football a bit more and you can attack from anywhere within reason yeah which would be good if we did more of that but um <laughs> that'd be good we can't attack full stop we spend well, the whole time defending our line yeah well yeah but we've got some Real good block shapes. Yeah, loves a block shape. Yeah, but there's love a block shape. The um, because I was introduced to it more because last year I was coaching the. It was like the year twelve Met North women's side. It was like oh, the okay. first time the Met North had it. Yep. Like for in year twelve, and um, I didn't really. I hadn't watched too much of the girls play, especially the Bronx and stuff. And then I was coaching these girls. And then we, when we went to the tournament, the only team that beat us was Met East because yeah. obviously they're full of um, Marsden and... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They're yeah. Logan area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've got strong... But um, I, and clubs. I was like, holy fucking shit, these year 12 is just putting it on each other. And that's why I was like, oh, fuck, these girls will love it. And um, I don't know if you know, like, Sydney Taylor or something. Like She was our halfback, but she's... But you see a lot of them... And they love the league, but then they're getting dragged towards that sevens. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, no, nah, you're a league half. Yeah. I go, you're not a sevens half. You're not just that that link, you know. You, you, looks like you look up the play and that kind of thing. But uh, after that tournament that I watched, I was like, I was so... I was like, yeah, these these girls are loving this league stuff. It's just going to develop yeah, huge. I didn't didn't understand that until I went and saw it. Yeah. Yeah, and coached it at the time, but I didn't. I didn't kind of. How many teams were at the um, at the state championship you coached at? Yeah, so that they, they had pools. So, um, so we, quite a few. I, I think it was like ended up being about twelve teams in that state. That's tournament. a fair effort. Yeah, yeah. great twelve. Right, you know, senior girls at yeah. school and stuff. And that was, and, and we're waiting for New South Wales to get their shit together, and then they'll the year twelvers can have a Queensland versus New South Wales, but because they don't have enough teams in their tournament, that they can't they can't make it. They can't choose a like state yeah, right. regulated side. Or Seems something. almost surreal though, that New South Wales would be the ones behind the eight ball, yeah. like considering they have a vastly larger population. 
and Sydney being obviously the cent like pretty much center of rugby league. Obviously, it's the game's loved up here, and everyone in Queensland loves it and gets around it. But yeah, for down there being that that higher population, and obviously rugby league played based mainly out of um, Sydney, you'd think they would have had at least fucking a few more steps had been taken to to get them there. But Must be a lot of girls playing rugby sevens and things be. like that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of some private schools in Sydney because there's said like Western Sydney, um, a big Polynesian population, a lot of real be some real talented girls. Like saying, there you would think there'd be a lot more women's teams. Like, and then you see like in their club competition, they've got a bigger club comp. Yeah. Like down there, I don't know, don't know how that works, but they do have a lot of club uh, women's club team. Like Dean Witters coaches the South women's team. Really? Like and like so, and they, Cronulla wanted to go into the national team, but yeah. they got the punt because they didn't want to dilute the pool and there put was in two too or many three, clubs. Yeah. There was two or three clubs <laughs> that were putting in bids to join the WNRL. Yeah, they were filthy because they had sponsors all teed up and then didn't uh-huh. get in. Yeah, yeah. So fair enough. But it is good to see how good. It, surely how, the surely pretty soon, but the WNRL has to expand. Yeah, like can't, that four weeks must be hard to prepare for because. Roosters made the GF a couple of years ago and they'd won one game and four and against got them yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, when did you say they were going to do a, um, it was two two rounds this year instead of one? Yeah. That was the plan? That was the plan for this year. Like, hopefully make it an eight-week Oh, that'd week be good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you rest everyone twice. And that's twice. fair enough. Yeah. Like, eight weeks is enough for a short comp. But with, um, you're only playing three games <clears> and you got to hope, not that like, with your Broncos side, you were good defenders and that and you were you know, a fair bit ahead. Like, I thought in that last grand final that you were just coasting and and who you beat, who'd you beat St. George, yep. they never looked like it. I thought I didn't think they really no. threatened you. I thought you you were in control the whole time and you slowly kicked on. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It, having so much success too, you, you sort of found yourself lucky. Obviously, at West, having immediate success almost and same as the Bronx going back to back. Um, is it going to, is it like a dawning... Um, is it something scary for you that you might never see like a grand final again or do you ever think about that or are you, yeah. are you more focused well, on just making sure you get the job done? Yeah, well, obviously in the um, NRL known, so we made the grand final against Dragons and we lost that grand final. Mm. So I guess like yeah. that's the feeling like, oh God, like we've yeah. lost. So now like... Yeah, I was there that day watching him play and just so I did a job on myself was a bit of an understatement but i don't know how he's lost he's with no she's oh, talking about she's yeah, talking about well, nrl nine. Oh, the nrl yeah, yeah. oh yeah well, that, that was horrible oh too. yeah that was i don't use with that you look like you're cruising that day and i just yeah. thought they're only going to turn up and they'll win this yep yeah, yeah it looked like it, that one it looked like they like you because you, you cranked everyone else that whole tournament yeah. and then it was like it was like a bit of fatigue or something yeah. set in in that last yeah. one was, it was yeah. a long day like, yeah <laughs> We'll get. Um, I was going to say we'll jump into some of these questions because I'll yeah. just remember someone Insta too. Yeah, Nate Gladden. He um he goes when we said we had you on. He goes, that's awesome. He he runs a rugby league in America, in America pod- podcast. You know, have you okay. ever listened to that, Julia? He's no. a big fan. Nate, good dude. Yeah, he's he a might tee up to try and do an interview because he was trying to get women's rugby league okay. off the ground in the US. So, Nate, if you're listening, which you will be, 
Uh, Julius, that'd be all good if you want to interview us some stage. So reach out, <laughs> reach out. Yeah. I've got another interview for you. Yeah, he's, he just said that, um, that's awesome having you on. A massive fan of hers. Question, what is it like for her to know, and he's, uh, he's military as okay. well. He goes, what is it like for her to know she reps her country in the military and for the Jillaroos? Oh, great honour, I guess. Like, um, definitely with the, in the army, um, them allowing me to play like professional footy. Like, I guess, like, having that opportunity, I'm very grateful for. And then with the um, Jillaroos, like, it's one of those teams that's like everyone wants to make. And like, mm -hmm. me being able to like make that team in the first year <coughs> is forever like honored and grateful. So, yeah, I guess it comes back to honor. Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's a go. Well said. All right. And then we've got um, the rugby league, in my opinion, and this is just a general one, but I think you put this on a bunch of them. So yeah, yeah. these are the same one. Yeah, read down. And he goes, uh, he goes, do you guys believe that the traditional center role is dying and that it's becoming more of a transitional position? What I mean by that is many centers in our game today will only play there until they crack at another position with the most recent example being Latrell Mitchell, the fullback. Um, if we take a look at the seven athletes who played in the centres throughout Origin 2019, only three of them were playing in the centres for their club, with the other four making a temporary move to positions uh, specifically for Origin. Many of our current centres can play in other positions too and may move there eventually. For example, Joseph Manu can play at fullback. So back to my original question, <laughs> is, the tradition, is the traditional centre position dying out? No. I think, no, in my opinion. I think it, it is to a certain extent, but it shouldn't be. Like You're still going to have your traditional centres, like blokes like Jared Croker, who's a career centre, and there's going to be young blokes coming through that are going to make that centre role their own. And blokes, obviously, obviously everyone has an, like positions they like, and a good example is, um, is Luttrell. He obviously likes to play fullback, but he's doesn't have the work ethic for it he doesn't like he's definitely a great center we've seen it time and time again but for him what do you reckon about him center? going to fullback um well obviously uh, yeah like me just being new to the game just seeing like being on the wing like center definitely has a very important role in defense like especially mm. in defense you have to be a strong defender to be a center and then um and just like look back at the girls like who've won the golden boots like isabel kelly She's a center. Jessica yeah. Serge just won all the, pretty much all the awards last year. She's mm. a center, so obviously they are having a big impact in the game. Obviously, they're mm. just professional, like great athletes themselves. Um, but I feel like center, you can go into the wing, you can go to fullback. Mm. I guess that's the way. It is. It is. A, yeah, oh. it is a spot where you can, like the the type of player that plays center has a lot of translatable skills to other positions. So a center. Could, there's a lot of those skills are translatable to the wing and even yeah. to like five eight. They, most of them have good ball, back row. good ball skills, yeah. back row. A big burly centre as he gets older might get pushed in. Yeah, if he's lose, lost a couple of yards of pace, things like that. Like especially those Polynesian boys. Yeah, I think a traditional centre is is priceless. Hey, I think yeah. that's so look, good. Well, look at the blokes that got named best centre. Guys like Hodges, Jamie Lyon, yeah. things like that. Inglis when he was actually only a centre. Mm. he's your strike weapon because you're setting up and you're dragging him in to get the back row involved so you can hit on that side yeah. and you look at it and you look at when you're defending like two or three uh, two or three man if you've got a box in to make the tackle 
half has to, half always reads that and he hits back to where you should have been. So they're always looking to get you involved. And to read those block shapes and that from scrums and that, yeah. you bite in, you turn your you turn your hips out when you shouldn't, you're getting done you're getting done on the dummy, you turn in like you've showed your outside shoulder, they'll get you on that. Things some, like that. Some players like Inglis is he's probably his own ability was just too much to hold him in the centres. Like he's just yeah, too were, good. He was he's a once in a generation sort of player. They're, they're so looking for more ways to get him. The yeah, fleet. you just you need to get him in the game, and if it means putting him at fullback or five eight or wherever the fuck, play him in the front row at hooker. It doesn't matter. Just get him the ball. So that's that was that was the reason someone like him was doing that transitional. Obviously, is a traditional centre, but transition to other position just because he was that good. You just can't not get him the ball. And with some of those blokes, he's talked about. Sometimes that's the only position in the side that they have a spot in. Like, so you've got to find a position for this guy who's that good or play him in the centres because we think he can handle it. Mm. You know, and that's how a lot of fullbacks end up there. If young fullback coming through at the Roosters, they're not moving Tedesco, are they? They're either going to move, you know, if, if they're either going to move a winger or a centre, you yeah. know what I mean, if there's an injury and look for someone to fill that. It's, just, it's just so weird for the it's, – it's like – Players they find fullback so such so such a sexy position for some it. reason. Hey, so like running, yeah, yeah. you get the ball more. Fullbacks pushing up the middle, and everyone sees Tedesco and all those great fullbacks in the game. And you look back when Hayne started in '09 and things like that. You're always seeing these highlights of fullbacks lighting it up, you know, and at big levels. Like there's this. Video of Cameron Munster when he was 18 playing for Central Queensland. Yeah. And they, he takes this intercept 10 from the try line, steps four blokes and scores under the post playing yeah. fullback. Things like that. It's a glamour position playing fullback. Everyone wants to be there, but not everybody and can. And no, no one sees the amount of work that goes into it. But like someone like Latrell, obviously, for me, he sees the position as a glamour position. That, but yeah. he, he looks at someone like Tedesco, who's just won the Daly Yam, who's probably the best player in the world at the moment. But I don't think Latrell looks deep enough into it to no. see everything Tedesco does off the ball. Yeah. And every like the way that no matter what happens in, in a Roosters game, if they're making a half break, someone's sticking their head through, Tedesco's gonna be there every time, backing up, supporting. He's always always outside shoulder, inside shoulder, talking to defence. He's just the work off the ball he does is more than literally yeah, through the whole game remember when um slater won that like rexona fittest athlete yeah, yeah. australia's greatest athlete. do you remember that julia it was you're probably five but um <laughs> <laughs> it was uh they did like um australia's fittest athlete, athlete down it, down the, the coast it, it was, was like yeah. you know, uh rugby league boys afl boys rollers uh, rollers like all oh, and i think slater won it yeah, yeah he oh, did wow. yeah but to death to de for that tedesco would go in that competition and win it as well yeah it's like people like uh, with that Bench press um, yeah and you had a specific sport uh exercise that was like your sport yeah so if someone beat you in that they got extra points because they were beating mm. you with something you trained for yeah but it's like guys will work their ass off like you slayed <laughs> yeah. i'll go into that kind of stuff and win it latrell would go into that and fucking lose it oh i'd lose by a mile a country <laughs> <Yeah>. mile, like. <laughs> and thing but things you don't see like they had a 40 meter sprint on sand and James O'Connor beat Slater. Yeah. I would have never seen that coming. I didn't realize O'Connor was that fast. But then Slater, Slater like wins pick. the rock climbing event yeah. or something. Yeah, That's things like that. But do you remember um, 
How long ago was this? It must they, have been like a few years ago. Yeah, they had it for a couple of years. It was on a TV show. Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. It was, it was like yeah. I think they did it on Fox, didn't they? No, no, it was a TV show. Rex Owner, oh, okay, uh, Australia's yeah. Greatest Athlete. Yeah, and there was Andrew Simons was in it once too. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Lottie Dekiri. Simons go. Lottie Dekiri, Dell was in it. Yeah, things like that. Like the first year, like two different years. Slater won it Del. the second year. Jesus, yeah, that's a stretch, eh? <laughs> and one one thing was the bench. Yeah, bench right. was yeah. one. Dell would have creamed that. So we did this question last week, Julio. Who's your best coach that you've had, and who's your worst coach? We oh, did it. We, we did it with Corey Maclin that we had on last yeah. week. God. Yeah, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Corey brushed he, he, br- he brushed the worst coach yeah. question. Very. Yeah, that's true. Easy. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had like oh, such good coaches, but um, probably I don't know. Oh. Oh, God, you don't, don't, have, don't, have, don't have to, to say words, coach, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'd be very careful yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might leave that one. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot of it. But it sounds like you've had a shitload of good coaches yeah. anyway, yeah. so. Oh. Yeah. Coaching is so important, eh? especially when you get a good coach. And, and if you're lucky enough to get a couple of them, and it's invaluable, especially to a, especially yeah. to a to a team environment, you get a good coach, and good team. Going from one coach to the other who, I don't know, I don't want to name names, but some blokes are more technical and some blokes are real numb it down to like 1957-style football. So you've got to get used to playing that sort of football under them where some blokes are big on offloads and wanting to attack. Others are more grind them out, grind them out, like kick early, will be fitter, will be stronger. Not trying to run around big sides, and you got to you got to work out the style that suits the players. If you go in with we're going to play fast, and you don't have that much speed, you're a bigger side. You got to you know like play with a lot of tip ons in the forwards, hit edges too. Like have your centers playing like back rowers, things like that. Early kicks, you know yeah. things like that. Punch every kick's got to end up in a corner to force them out, so they're burning that first tackle up and things like that. Uh. You heard it from the coach himself. That's yeah, right. He's is. a level two coach, Julia, right there. Yeah. Level two. Are you the two or three? Uh, not three yet. You've got to be in a cup system, so hopefully that comes one day. Okay. Even like Colts, something like I'm an international coach with Uruguay. Yeah. I'm the head of, head of football in the Uruguayan Rugby League, too. So that, uh, you know, kept the job there. <laughs> Just, so, like, that's good. Hopefully, we get to play a game. Hopefully, get to play a game soon. Where are the other questions that I can find? Um, there was a couple. Okay. Oh, yeah. these will all be rubbish. So Mitch Paisley, oh, I, I, Mitch Paisley <laughs> says, I had how, how is Julia in the studio? <laughs> studio when she has a restraining order against Dane. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, what a I was concerned. That is classic. That's I was a, like, I'm not posting questions this week because everyone's going to fucking Julia, me. when you meet this bloke, he is not funny. And that's the funniest thing he's ever said. And he's just got Dane. That's unreal. Good work, Mitchell. You can come... This guy come on and he gets the most, we get the most listened ever. I don't know why. It's because he's big, lanky and looks funny, I think. Everyone's like, look at that funny looking dude. Lucas Sandy goes, best origin jersey for both states, best Broncos jersey. Oh, wow. What does he mean? Oh, which 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 one did you like the both? Uh, I like the 2006 Queensland jersey. I still had the collar. Yeah. That was fucking sweet. That was so tight. Oh, they've always got. And they were tight. In that right, see that right pitch. Oh, yeah, where Lockyer, yeah, right there yeah, where he's yeah. bleeding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you have Sivanasiva come out and he's just busting out of his. He's just ready to go. 
Steve yeah. Price comes. Oh, I always oh. like a collar. I yeah. love the collar, man. Yeah, what do you prefer? Um, well, haven't really experienced the collars. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, they haven't had collars yeah, no. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> they got rid of them like 2012, I think. The collar. Oh, probably even earlier than that. When they made them, they were stretchy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. collars are just like you could play and then go into a party afterwards. You know, just walk off the field and. Yeah, you, know, you can get, get straight into a club at in the Mitchie, valley. At Mitchie, you can do that anyway. It's hard not to get served at our club. It's, it's also hard rude. not to get pissed. You try yeah. and go home and have an early night after and a game. keen on you leaving. And then you get it's easier sauce. to get out of a cult than it is to leave West Mitchie on a Saturday night after a game. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Walsh says, who wins an adventurous competition? Julia or yeah, Dane? I got right. 10 bucks on Julia for sure. Oh, uh, Julia's paying 110. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have 50 on that. Uh, the boy from the Territory throwing chat. Good work. <laughs> Did you have you ha- seen Walshie lately? He's rigged. I went over to his place to work out with him the other day. Yeah. He just put me to bed and everything. I was like, Is he really? When did you get so strong? Fuck yeah. <laughs> He's got like this bootleg gym set up at home with his wheelie bins as a squat rack and shit. Yeah, I've seen his gag. Someone stole it when yeah, he had Charlie the, did, yeah. Yeah, it, that's really bad. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> really <yeah>. bad. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, any on Insta, Dano? Um, it's just that rugby league, in my opinion. Yeah, right? we just hit that. Yeah, yeah, well, we might right. do... If we might go over, set Julia up for her um, bicep curl challenge. Wow, what is it like? I was well, just seeing as because we haven't done it yet, so I she's got to set um, the. I was picking a bloke today, and on the phone, and he big noted himself how he reckons he did it forty times. 40? Forty. What did he do forty times? The uh, curl challenge. The twenty kilo bar. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's also pasty and a big noter. Yeah. A real painful man. Well, the thing is, uh, oh. you know, do you know uh, Spearsy in the... Josh, big do, Josh. Do you know Josh Spears? Do you know any of the BRL boys? So Josh Spears, he's... Um, I think Reese said he did yeah. it 200 times. Yeah, sound, yeah. something phenomenal. Yeah, he yeah. over 200. I said, yeah. fuck me, Dad. I like to pick it up once. Fuck yeah. Hell. All right, well, I'll get all because we're going to put that camera on you over there, Julia. Because yep. we, yeah, and um, so you keep chatting, yeah, yeah no worries. Keep telling us about level two coaching, oh, and then no we'll get I got a question for you, right? Um, origin, um, after the season, how like how's it going to affect each team and not having to lose your origin players for that period? Each team could possibly gain an extra win or two during the season, and what about the players who are going to have a big, a um, like a big gap between games? Say you draw arrow for the Titans, and you don't make the eight, and then you got six and then you got six weeks until you play again. How's that, that? Yeah, that's that's a hard one. How some blokes will adapt. Blokes will say, "Oh, these blokes are professionals," but mm. nothing beats match fitness, and exactly. you're going into this first game more so than the other two because you'll have got your timing back after that first one. Yeah, probably the first half of the first game. Yeah, like if you're a back row or or, or fronty, if you're coming on for a stint in the middle, I should say. You're probably going to be a little bit rusty yeah. the first few, your first stint, I would imagine, yeah. in this. I and like then, the fact that they're doing it after season, though. I reckon it's good. And then you um, you look at the flip side of the coin, someone like a Boyd Cordner, potentially will play a full season plus finals and then expected to come back 10 days later and captain his state. I'd, I'll be surprised right, right. If, if they weren't final four. All right, here we are. Here we are. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Free to tee Wrap up, Julia. <laughs> With go. the 20 kilo challenge. Yeah, nice. Good two. Ball. Starting strong, Three. too. Nice. Don't even look focused. Just yeah, throwing it around nice. like it's nothing. It's like a paperweight. 
Who's counting? Someone count. Eight. Yeah, right. Freddy's Nine. on that. that. That's why you work at a school, Ten. boss. Eleven. Get it, get it, get it. Twelve. <laughs> Thirteen. Fourteen. Oh, she beats Vorhe. Fifteen. Come on, 16, brother. Sixteen. Please. Seventeen. You're going well. Yeah, going yeah, well. Get a good pump going, There's twenty there. <laughs> Dino goes next, eh? Oh, fuck. Twenty-four. <laughs> 27 there Good dig Good yeah. dig You got one Get left yeah. <laughs> There's 30 <laughs> <laughs> No quitting out 31 oh, Good commitment <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> nice. Well done 32, 32 rats Impressive <laughs> Nice Well done Really well done Impressive, oh, very, love very it. Very impressive. What do you, how many do you reckon you could do, Freeman? I reckon she'd have you. Yeah, she probably would. Man. That was that was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that after that. <laughs> <laughs> shame. Dano was saying he'd be up for the challenge. Oh, fuck. I drank a hundred beers yesterday. I don't think I could lift today. It's hot in here though, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, so Julia, just what's your thoughts with these? blokes breaking isolation in the NRL like putting everything at risk for everybody and for shit I won't say shit reasons but like Nathan Cleary he gave a story then it turned out it was bullshit so to me that makes him as bad as the other boys because you know (laughs) yeah I guess it's like obviously like Mitch and Josh obviously got the Big fifty grand uh, whammy, and then um, yeah, the fox driving two and a bit hours to Taree from Sydney was a bit ridiculous. Yeah, um, but I guess it's just like <laughs> do they keep it like fair? Like obviously they're both they're all, they're all like kind of breaching the um, I guess the rules. Yeah, you've got to be tarred with the same brush. Yeah, with this. yeah, yeah. I'd hate to be the next bloke who breaches this because they've got to they've got to. If the season starts and you breach it, you've got to get you've got to get the ass for the. Yeah. You know, Do you think they should have missed more games? I think so too, because you've got to be you've got to you've got to make an example of this, and the way the boys spoke, it was kind of like there was a, there was such a it sounded a bit arrogant, you know. Mm. And I didn't Josh, see that. Josh, I don't Josh, care. yeah, I watched the. And it was a bit arrogant, was it? Well, they apologised, they meant to, but it didn't seem like it was serious. It's like like no. make an apology because you have to. It's not like you, you're apologising <laughs> to the team for for fucking something up. But Adokar had been done twice, been warned twice for driving around Sydney, breaking isolation. Oh, yeah. So the storm, like, I know with Dave Donaghy and that down there and Frank Panisi and uh, Craig Bellamy, he would have had, he got torn a new <laughs> asshole, and rightly so. Bellamy's barred... Um, but, social media. Yeah, social media at their camp there, but they're going to train it on Tuesday. <laughs> Like Freddie's struggling to struggle just <laughs> he's struggling to focus on Dane's oh, shirtless bro. body. <laughs> yeah, but um Yeah, and then so what, how did he say it though? Like Oh they cut. come on and like Latrell said <laughs> shouldn't have done it, sorry about that, people yeah. but my brother contacted me and he had some family members in a bad way. Yeah. And they need Josh, to get away. Yeah. 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 And then he sort of said the same. They sort of said the same thing, but it was like your manager got in the front foot and said, apologise quickly. Yeah. With Cleary, he'd bullshitted the club and said, yeah. these, these chicks were friends of his sisters, which was probably <laughs> true. 
And he said, yeah, they're only just called new. They're just waiting for an Uber. They didn't stay long. They just stopped in for a bit. It's yeah. pr- it's and then they had him doing TikTok videos with them. With the chicks. Uh, yeah, yeah, after he'd lied. To, to be fair. If, to be fair, if you're a 19-year-old girl and your best friend's brother was Nathan Cleary, I'd be over there every day as well. <laughs> He's a hunk. Dead set hunk. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just going to go over to her house again. Yeah, but you know? you're in a spot now. And I don't agree with Phil Rothfield often, but he yeah. put it on Cleary. Yeah. So what are you going to do? The kid should at least be dropped from the leadership group there. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like... Julie, you're, you're setting an example. No, I'm not. Uh, I no. am terrible at TikTok. Yeah. I attempted doing a TikTok video with the um, Jewelry Girls. Yeah. And it was like a dance one. <laughs> like, sick. I'm the most uncoordinated coordinated person I've ever met. Like, I, I have it, and I definitely I'm have never posted you. I'm expecting you, and it was, I was waiting for one last night. Yeah. Yeah. Uzi <laughs> comes, when he comes over last night, he goes, oh, we'll make a TikTok. I was like, fuck, no, we won't, bro. I'm half shame. cut already. I'll end up fucking embarrassing myself. Oh. I'll try and do a dance move and break my legs somehow or something. Actually, I'm not too sure if you watched the video of me and Steve on my Instagram, and I want to try and jump on his back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me. I think so. That was so. attempting yeah. a TikTok video. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like when they do the levels. Yeah. Stage it up. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> anyone does that. Fuck, I would, I would fall off. Never again. Yeah. So next time we do this, we're going on the beach with sand. Yeah, somewhere soft. So if we fall, we'll break it. a bit of a, oh, like, a, a, like, how would you put it? Like, uh, a big TikTok, a big TikToker, big TikTok phenomenon. I did one. Yeah, and yeah. how many likes did it's it get? World famous. It got like twenty thousand. But <laughs> it was, it was one of my friends, um, Ali AJ Humps, is uh, she's a, like a gymnast, yeah. and she did like a thing at the start, and then she like danced into what? it, and then at the end, it was okay. me in her clothing. Yeah, so her like she like. You know how you edit and you spin or it's yep. like she spun and then the whole editing thing happened and then it was me wearing her tights oh, and twerking. Okay, yeah. yeah, but uh good peaches on yeah. your butt. It was nice. Yeah, it was refreshing. So that's what, sort of made my day on that, that Wednesday <laughs> arbor, you know. I was just like, oh, show what? that show that to your missus and there'll be no problem in getting this next yeah. bun in the oven. I'll tell you what. The problem's not with her, it's with me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. it. Like tell her to think of someone else. You know, Ike now. Ike now. You mate. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah Dana. Have a go at this rig. Yeah. Holy, no wonder you are like Northside Brisbane's most eligible bachelor till you met this secret lady oh, love. Wow, my God. No wonder. You no wonder you don't want to tell us about your missus. You don't want to break too many hearts out there, eh? Too many girls upset. You're an idiot. But um. We, we, you wanna? We'll fucking start the sign off. Yeah, yeah, we best. Again, it's but, been uh, great. Yeah, Julia, thanks heaps for coming on. Thanks heaps. Mm. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, um, we're doing. A, we're gonna do a show from West Mitchie when everything's open. So I invite you along. Um, I'm trying to help the Ferngrave Tavern because it is fucking <laughs> horrible. Shit, shit, terrible place. You're <laughs> dead. Like if we went to a funeral home, it'd be a shandy. Better than going to the Ferny Grove Tavern some night. <laughs> so we're I'm going to offer our services to do an do an episode of the show at the Ferny Grove Tavern. As I laughed, hey. <laughs> you're gross. And, yeah, no, it sounds good. <laughs> and that and we'll invite our friends that way they'll at least make some money, and the place it'll look like a decent establishment. Yeah, that's the spirit. All right, we're wrapping this up. Yeah, yeah. wrap it up. So, so, yeah. Julie, you see yourself playing this year at all? You reckon um, gets I reckon we'll be playing this year. Yeah. 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 I got good vibe with the way yeah. things are going in the community. Yeah. 
if people don't fuck this up, yeah. I reckon we'll be back on the footy field within the next couple of months. And then for you, just going to hold on to those positions until you, till your early 30s? And yep. Sweet. Yeah, That's a go. Yeah, nice. As long as possible. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on. Righty, Thanks take us out. out. Everybody take care. The light's at the end of the tunnel as long as we don't fuck this up. Don't be like these tosses at going to Burley. Wait, what about Thingo's Corner? Column? Or oh, what's his name? Column. If you, oh, you, you want to, okay, if you can't, you got insomnia, you can't sleep, <laughs> get on and you like rugby league, get on uh, and read uh, a little do called Clarky's Column. It would put a fucking glass eye to sleep, this boring motherfucker, okay? Never played the game. It's painfully obvious. Limited credibility. Very limited. Donald Trump-style limited credibility. So, uh, shout-out to the boy, to Ty and Kim Ingebrigtsen at um, uh, Talking Footy. They got a good little uh, side gig going there, get some fantastic guests. They did an episode uh, tonight with um, Big Nadulu, who used to play on the wing for the Crusaders. So they got plenty of good people in. Uh, if you listen to us, go look those boys up at um, TI and KI Talk Footy on Facebook. Let's all behave. Keep looking after ourselves. Things are on the mend. Thanks heaps to Julia. She's been like the greatest guest we've ever had. Up there with Corey Maiklin as and my favourite international. 32, 32 girl. girls to start us off. 32 that was good. girls. Thanks for Dano for half to roving. It's been a real pleasure for Freddie to look at your rig. And we'll be back next week. The guests might not be as good as this one, but it will be pretty good. Take care and don't be a mercenary. Cheers. Cheers, guys.